That's Lee. A little recap of our uh, night at yep. LAFC. They won the game. It was a full house. People sing and dance and set off smoke and flags. And I, I could not have been more impressed with what I saw on Saturday night. Just a, just a great night, a great way to spend a weekend. Just finished my beer. Literally just finished that beer. <laughs> just just finished that last sip right now. It. You were savoring it. You were, you were really making sure that you got to enjoy every last funny. drop. I had... I had no idea kind of what I was walking into. By the mm-hmm. way, it's all good. Okay, <laughs> brought a beer over. This dude wants to have beers. You were a freaking animal. Well, Who would have thought you were on? You were an animal. <laughs> and I, I'm kind of looking. You know, sometimes you got to size up your opponents. Mm-hmm. And I'm sizing up you. And what was, it, what was the other guy's name? Antonio. Okay, Antonio. Sizing the both of you up. I'm like, Slee, you got no shot, bro. You have no <laughs> shot in this and I was like all right you know I don't you know the last time I chugged a beer I'm like you know I just kind of drink it casually I'm just looking on the corner of my eye I'm like where's there where's his beer where's Travis's beer <laughs> I have a that was pretty damn impressive yeah look like, like I said there are not a ton of things that I feel very confident about like I know going into them that I'm not going to say that nobody can beat me because I'm sure there's somebody out there that's a little faster than me I'm not like uh Wyatt Earp you know, I'm not going to be the, the quickest. But here's the thing. I know that very few people can beat me at that. So when Antonio offered the challenge, I was mildly curious, but I, I, I really wasn't worried. I knew that like that would go throw? the way that it went. Can we do like a free throw uh, shooting competition or something? I'm pretty good I think, at that, I think too. That's more, I think that's more down my alley. I'm pretty good by at the, that, too. By the way, you said something to me, um, and it was actually that, – that was a cool night on Saturday night. I hadn't been to an LAFC match a couple years now, right? I think their their opening year was last time I was there. Uh-huh. Um, but it was a fantastic vibe. Like the, the just the, the whole thing was you don't have to be a, a huge soccer fan. And, Travis, I know there's no secret here. I like some of the international play. I don't know what's going on in the MLS. I just don't. But you don't have to be this big soccer fan to go experience a fantastic night, a fantastic evening. One of the guys, one of the listeners said that he brought his son with him. Um, what yeah, a I great... wanted that kid's Phillies hat. That, that kid's Phillies hat was pretty sweet. I wanted to steal that right off his head. I, I tried to get it at one point, but he caught me sneaking up behind him. I wanted that hat badly. But what a great, just like overall, what a great kind of, the, the, the stadium is as good as it gets. It's the perfect size for MLS. I mean, you we did this last week. Remember how we were talking about franchises out here in L.A. that just don't know how to, they just, they don't get it. And they could have just came here in the last couple of years. They could be here for 30, 40, 50 years. LAFC Kind of hit this damn thing on the head on it. the first try, and uh, that that was a that was a fun time. Well, I'd, I'd heard about it all, right? I heard about the people at the end of the stadium and how incredibly into it they are. The chanting, the dancing, the waving the flags, the the songs, the mm-hmm. all of it. And like, yeah, yeah, well, okay, yeah, I'm sure it's cool, whatever. But getting to see it up close, it was yeah. really extraordinary. And almost every person in the arena or the stadium, I should say, is geared up. Almost every single person is super into what's happening. And like you said, I I am not a soccer person necessarily. I'm kind of indifferent to it. I'll watch it occasionally. I had a blast. I had an absolute blast. And it was fun hanging out with everybody. It was fun beating Antonio. It was fun chatting with the listeners. Everything about about, it. How about that? We should do it more often. Let's do it every weekend. I don't know if the LAFC plays every Saturday, but we should do something every Saturday night. I'm going to book you out in perpetuity. Trav gets one good night. All of a sudden, he wants. You know what? Who sweet was that? Who sweet was that? You know what? Who we cares? should just let's have just that. go get it again. Let's just uh, let's just that make that our sweet. Uh, Tommy, run your. I don't have to pay for it. What do I care? 
Tommy Amanda, kind of run that credit card one more time. <laughs> that works for him. Fine by me. It's not my credit card. Let's okay. go do it. This is what's crazy. That was the first time we ever met Emily in person. Mm-hmm. How about that? How the hell does that happen? That's the world we live in today. Pandemic, baby. It was Where, also my first uh, L.A. sporting event, too. So it was a pretty good one, one to get my, my, uh, like, to get my experience get with started. the L.A. sports fans. I, I, I found that interesting, Trav. Here I am literally kind of saying to myself here, listeners are meeting us for the first time. We're meeting our producer for the first time. Mike, Emily, hey, nice to meet you. Good to see you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a little different. I mean, look, these are, these are the times that we live in. This is how, it, if, you know, you don't meet people in person anymore. You meet them virtually. You get to chit-chat on a Zoom or a phone or whatever it might be. But, uh, but exactly, yeah. Actually, that's a good point. It was, it was also just getting back. Have you been to a sporting event? Was that your first sporting event? Since? Second. I'd been to a, I've been to a Dodger game. Oh, yeah, that's uh, right. But, it, but it, was, it was prior to kind of opening it all up. This is the first yeah. time it was just kind of a free-for-all where everybody's in there, and it was, it was great. I, I, I'm not kidding. We need to do that more often. We need to find a way to get out there and do something because that was just great to get to talk to Lee. And by the way, Slee, it's kind of nice to hear that people, you know, listen. That's always a fun thing. And then I like when you said this. I like where Al said that. It was just uh, it was a great night all around. Travis and Slee is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. Um, Dodgers did Sort of what they needed to do this weekend now. They won two out of sort three of. against the Rockies. You know, they, yeah. they kicked one last night. By the way, let's just start right here. Their deal in extra inning games is weird. They just don't win extra inning games. They Are they lose. one and one and nine now? Yeah, they, they're just they're bad. When it goes to extra innings, you can kind of say, "All right, let's see how this one's going to end." And last night or yesterday afternoon, I guess it was was a Charlie Blackman two run home run. He wins the game. Uh, Kenley Jansen let in a run in the ninth. Phil Bickford let in a, a couple of runs in the tenth, and yep. they just can't seem to get it. Let's make sure that when we get to the playoffs, that it doesn't go to extra. I know that extra innings in the playoffs aren't the the kind of the weird format with a runner in second base, but man, are they bad at that? Well, it's it's interesting because, you know, you have a squad where you feel like it, sometimes it's how you lose because this could easily be such a different conversation. Let's say they lost yesterday and it wasn't in extra innings and they didn't take a one-run lead and then give up two runs to, to lose it in the 10th. Uh-huh. It's also kind of how you lose. And I, and I know, you know, you got this series coming up against the Giants and – um, that I think makes such an interesting storyline. I think you said it too, and we we're doing our uh, chat there at eight forty-five, kind of previewing the show. Enough of this. Oh well, you know, it's still just July. You got some big games coming up here, and, and I think for the Dodgers, for how depleted might be the right word. I, I, I don't know. If, I think that's probably the right way to put it. It it is amazing where they're sitting, but just as amazing of a story, it's amazing that we're this. You know, late into July, and the San Francisco Giants still have the best record in baseball. Obviously, still leading the NL West. It's a it's an interesting combination for both teams. Yeah, it, it's it. Look, these games matter. I'm not going to do that thing. Well, you know, at the end of the week, you know, you still got another 70 games left or whatever the number is. And then, you know, after the next three that they're going to play up in San Francisco at the beginning of next week, oh, they still got another 61 games left or whatever the numbers are. These matter because you only get so many games against them, and these are worth two. They're not worth one like they are against everybody else. You're either going to be a game closer or a game further behind. There's no holding serve, right? You either pick up a game or you lose a game. That's a two-game swing, and you got four of them right here. 
And this is a team that you've played pretty well against. They're 6-3 and three against the Giants so far this season. They've been really good against them and really bad against the Padres. You need to get out of this with a couple of wins, three wins, four wins, because we can't just keep saying it's early, it's early, it's early. The Dodgers are not healthy right now. These games could go a certain way. Look, look yep. they don't have their pitching lined up for this thing, right? It's just the way that it comes out of the break because they're missing so many guys. If they lose three of these games, if they lose four of these games, and I don't think that that's likely, but it's not impossible, all of a sudden this one-game deficit is a four-game deficit. Is you know it, it, it could really turn, and all of a sudden we're in August. All of a sudden we're down to the last two months, and now these games really do become more and more important. These four games starting tonight are very important. So I'm going to read something off here. Will Smith said yesterday, he says, that's always big, but I don't think these 10 games are any bigger than the last 70, 75, however uh, many we've got left. So it's funny because you put it that way. The Giants, I I, I think if you're the San Francisco Giants for where the Dodgers are sitting right now, um, you can't not take advantage of – if if the Giants took three or four, like you're mentioning, Mm -hmm. you don't see that happening – but if you're if you're the Dodgers and you split this thing, knowing that okay, Kershaw's not a part of the rotation, knowing that obviously still Trevor Bauer may very well not see him the rest of his, it, it almost seems like everybody has kind of turned the page. I actually haven't heard his name here in the last couple of days. Um, it almost seems like you mentioned just all the work that the bullpen is getting. Um, the Dodgers are, are in a interesting spot where you're facing the Giants. Is, is it safe to say this? almost at the wrong time, like in, in a month from now, will will facing the Giants and you feel like you're more at full strength be better off, but they're not. So this is kind of a predicament for the Giants where they, they got to seem like there's some advantages to them. Yeah, to give you an idea, they don't play the Giants again until the beginning of September. They'll play them in three games, three, four, and five in September, and that's it. So when they're done with them over the next 10 days, you only play them three more times along the way. And here's you, you brought this up, Selena, I think it's a great point. The Dodgers are going to pitch Tony Gonsolin tonight, who's giving them, on average, probably about three innings per start. Tomorrow night, they do not have a starting pitcher named, which means it's going to be a bullpen night. They used six relief pitchers yesterday. So if Tony Gonsolin gives them what he's been giving them, they'll probably use best-case scenario, maybe three more, worst-case scenario, maybe four-plus, maybe five-plus. Then you've got a full bullpen game tomorrow. Then you get uh, Urias and Bueller on Wednesday and Thursday. So you get there. And then we're right back to it again. You're right back to Price, Gonsolin, and a bullpen day. You cannot keep doing that. You can't have two guys that are going to give you four or five innings and then follow that up. With a bullpen day. They have to make a move sooner than later. And I know they will. I'm not worried about whether or not they will. I believe that they will. I know that Clayton Kershaw is going to come back at some point. But this is the point in the schedule where you're basically having three bullpen days in a row. I mean, that, And not only does it put an incredible stress on your bullpen on those three days, but it puts incredible stress on your bullpen on the two days where Bueller and Orias are pitching because those guys know if I don't pitch seven innings, I'm going to kill the pitching staff. It's not crazy, I don't think, for me to say this. Up to this point of the year, right, and this could change in a month from now, this is arguably the most critical stretch for the Dodgers to this point because of everything that you just that you just you everything that you just listed off right there, right? You got a lot of things working against you. You got guys that um, you don't feel confident are going to go work deep into a game. David Price uh, – you know, I, I, slowly his pitch count is going up, but the reality is, other than Urias and, and Bueller, 
you're not feeling good about any of these starts because they could go a number of different ways. So with all that said, and you think that, hey, they're going to go out. I know they're going to go get somebody, but they haven't got anybody yet. So this stretch is not coming against Arizona and Colorado. It's coming against the San Francisco Giants. Seven of ten are against the Giants. So I, I think to this point, it's safe to say this is critical stretch for the Dodgers so far this year. All right, so just how important are these games coming up, these next four? Want your calls, 877-710-ESPN. I'm going to give you one huge reason why not only this series is important, but every game against the Giants and Padres moving forward is extra important. That's all coming up. It's Travis and Slee at 710 ESPN. You a daiquiri guy, Slee? This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Uh, I am not a daiquiri guy. No? Well, then what are you going to do to celebrate National Daiquiri Day? Because that's today. Are you going to have a uh, a beer? Have a bourbon? <laughs> I don't know if you can make a, a daiquiri. Okay, the way, the way you took down the beer on Saturday, can you do that with hard liquor? No. no. I mean, I can do a shot, but I can't do that. I mean, I can't drink... 20 ounces of Jim Beam in well, four I, seconds. I, I know that part. I'm not saying <laughs> throwing it into a 20-ounce beer cup. But I could probably take, like, you know, the, uh, the the bourbon going down. I'm okay with it. The beer, I'm like, how the hell? I, I still am. I'm, the way you take it so fast, I'm like, you got to, like, train for this thing. I'm well, obviously like not trained enough. I don't like that, but we'll, we'll move aside from that and just say that, look, I, I – I, I, it's a lot of beer in a short period of time, and it's not Trained something professional. that I can do over and over and over again. But look, there was there was a boat race or two back in the day when a young Travis Rogers was a student at UC Santa Barbara, and I was pretty good at. It. I was usually the anchor. I was usually the guy that you wanted to have at the back end of that because I could make up some time on the rest of the field. Yeah. And Antonio didn't know this, and he came in and put together a a, a challenge that he had no idea he was going to be on the wrong side. What he was, learned it's fine. What was your beer? What'd you drink? Modelo. Oh, yours was Mandela. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And I, I believe uh, I believe Antonio's, I think he said he had some sort of IPA, which is a bad choice if you're doing oh, a yeah, that's chugging a contest. Idea. But that's that's more of an Antonio problem than anything else. So do you like any fruity drinks? Are you not going to have anything with an umbrella or a slice of fruit hanging off the side? Is that just not your jam at all? No, but if I'm at a spot where if I'm getting Mexican food and there's a good place that's known for their margarita, something along those lines, we'll do a, we'll do a margarita. It okay. sounds like you don't really like fun, Slee. Yeah, no, those, no, that's, those, yeah. those drinks are fun. They're Pina fun, but they they don't no they don't taste they don't taste good. I, I don't I don't oh, care for all wonderful. that. I don't care for all that uh, too sweet. I don't care for they any are of that. a little. Look, I'm not saying that you have seven of them, but just if, sitting by the pool and somebody says, "Hey, how about a strawberry daiquiri, a pineapple daiquiri?" That's I mean, really? No. And the answer is no. What are okay, we doing well, here? You and I have already gone through the list of. Um, <laughs> You're not going to any community pools or anything like that, so no. I don't see you. I don't well, see you walking well, up into on. a. That, that's true. That's 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 a half truth. I, I will go to the pool and I'll sit there and hang. I'm just not getting in the the human soup. Are you going into a itself. Vegas lazy river, walking Never. up to walking Never. up to that 
that walk-up bar that they have in the pool and saying, uh, "Hey, let me get another daiquiri." I don't, I don't, I just don't see you doing that. <laughs> no, because but I will sit there in that chair with an umbrella and they say, um, "Excuse me, Tammy, uh, I'll take another one of those daiquiris, please." Hit you me. can't sit. You can't sit in the chair and not go in the water. You got to no, go in the wa- water. Watch me. <laughs> He's gonna burn in a hundred and ten degree no, no, Vegas weather. I'm not the first one. My shirts. So I'm not gonna burn. I'm not. I don't. I, I don't want to ruin it for everybody else. This guys wearing a sweater on. and yeah. uh, and long pants, khakis. <laughs> I got on Dockers and a chambray dress shirt. I'm just hanging out and, and another daiquiri. I'll take another daiquiri. Hit me with a daiquiri. Absolutely. No, we got to my ties. Come on, man. There's got to be something that you like that's a little margarita. tropical, a little fruity. Margarita. All right, but that's not those aren't sweet. You're right. Those can be pretty. Those can be the same. They got the salt on the rim. There's a whole bunch. Of, I'm going to work on you. Sleep. Sangria. Get, uh, sangria. There's another one. Hit and miss. Hit and miss with me. Those can get really sweet. And plus the wine. Wine plus sweet equals wicked, <laughs> probably, wicked headache. Probably uh, that's a good hangover right there. That's <laughs> yeah, that's good. a that's a. No, I'm not. This is just to chill out and have a nice time. This is not to turn it up. I'm not turning it up. Hey, hey, let's go. Pina coladas for everyone. That's we're not doing that. Uh, that'd have been so great if at the LAFC game, that's what you did. Just kind of as you walk in, got you bringing your own bartender. He comes in with his own pitcher and he uh, just pours it for everybody. Yes. They had they have those things where you spray them. It looks like a like pesticide, only it's filled with my ties. Have you ever seen that guy that goes around like you know the bug guy that comes by your house and sprays for ants and spiders and stuff? But instead of poison, he's got it filled with my ties and daiquiris. That's creative. That is incredibly creative. <laughs> All right, it's time for some straight talk. Brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Here is why these games are important. Here's why every game against the Giants. And the Padres over the next couple seven of, of the is, next ten for the Dodgers are against the Giants. Right. The wild card format from a year ago is back, mm-hmm. or from two years ago, I should say. We're yep. back to the original wild card format, which is you have three division winners, you have two wild card teams that will play a best of one game to, to advance get in. into the regular round of the division mm-hmm. series. Let me just put this out there to every Dodger fan, and this should make a cold shiver run down your spine when I say this. Do you want to play the Padres in a winner-take-all one-game game? I don't. I, the, the Padres have been knocking the Dodgers around this season, and I get it. Playoffs are a little different. I get it. You can pick whoever you want to pitch in that game, probably. You yep. can set up your rotation to give yourself Walker Bueller and whoever, whoever else you might want. But so can the Padres. The Padres can set it up so you Darvish is pitching in that game or, or whoever. they've Blake Snell may have rediscovered his form by mm-hmm. the time we get there. That is, of all the things we've talked about, Slee, that is the most frightening scenario because I believe the Dodgers win a series against everybody. But that doesn't mean they can't lose one game to the San Diego Padres or anybody else. But the Padres in particular are terrifying in a wild-card format. You know what's weird about baseball? They are, I mean, unless you have a better example here, are they the only sport – where we complain that there's not enough teams that make it to the playoffs? There are they, are they the only sport where we're trying to figure out, wait a minute here, so you just played 162 games. I'm not saying you got to be like NBA where 16 teams are getting in, and for the NBA that wasn't even enough. They're like, well, what if we find a way to make the ninth and the 10th seed also a part of the mix for <laughs> you know this little playing tournament before they get in? What, what am I missing here with baseball? Because... You play that many freaking games. Don't you want in August and September this just race where 
10 teams in the NL think they, they might have a chance to be in the mix. Okay, not 10. Eight teams in the NL think they have a you know an opportunity to get in. You're going to do a one-game playoff, for example, for the Dodgers and the Padres to determine who gets in. I, it, it, is that not the worst scenario that you could it, think of for Major League Baseball? It's not great. And here, here's the flip side to this. That this scenario that we're looking at, where the Dodgers have the second best record in the major leagues, but they're not winning, leading their division. division. Yep. And then you've got the Padres, who are only four games back of the Dodgers, have 55 wins, are the next wild card team because the drop off from the, the the gap between the Dodgers and the next team behind the Padres, it's 10 wins. They had, Dodgers have 58, the Reds have 48. There's a significant gap there, so this doesn't happen very often. I, I, the, the reason I think baseball is more selective in their postseason than most other places is because you don't want randomness, right? The whole point of a season is to determine, because unlike some other sports, you almost never get the wrong team winning a division. Almost never, because it's just too long, right? It's just, it's just way too long, and then all of a sudden you get in there, you can't have best of seven in the wild card, best of seven in the division, best of seven in the division or the league championship series, best of seven in the World Series. They'll be playing until Christmas. So, and, and baseball is meant to be played outside, so a lot of these places are outside that you can't play past really the, the middle to end of October. Mm-hmm. So you got to speed it up a little bit, but th- – this is the worst. I've never sleep. But Trav, but th- this isn't the solution. Like it's not. Like I, 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 I get everything hey, that you just said. You know yeah, what la- I'm going to say, right? Well, well last Win week your division, last Win your division and avoid it at all costs. Last it's- week, yeah. Rob Manfred talked about making changes. Right? They're going to okay. Does the shift make sense? Does it not make shift? Uh, does it not make sense? All right. Do we go double header? Seven innings? Go nine innings? In the t- if you get into extra innings, are you starting? One of the one of the things I thought was exciting last season, and and I know it was sixty games, so this is not a good comp. But what if I if I told you what is the one thing people complain most about with baseball? Typically, what they say is one hundred and sixty-two games. Do you really need a hundred and sixty-two games? So mm-hmm. we're going to get more meaningless regular season games and less playoff games, but, less but postseason t- games. No, 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 that's not what's happening. You're actually going to get more meaningful regular season games because the Dodgers and Giants and Padres are going to play all the way through September with meaningful regular season. Now the Arizona Diamondbacks meaningless don't have meaningful games. Yeah, but Trev, meaning, meaningless means you got five teams from each side that are going to get in. Yeah. The meaningless is look at all those other teams that it's meaningless baseball, and that, that's why if, if there's yeah, one you're thing, you're not going to include everybody. You can't make it. it, it all and I'm not, teams aren't. Gonna I'm not asking ball. that. I'm not asking that. What I'm asking is don't have the lowest amount of teams that are making it. Don't you don't have to be like the NBA and you have ten teams trying to make it. Yeah. In, in I, I'm okay with this. Here's why: because look, the Lakers could finish in seventh place, and you don't. It's like yeah, whatever. They're, they're, the risk is minimal. Right, the risk is minimal. You're talking about one additional home game that you don't get. That's all that you lose by being in seventh place as opposed to first place. Right, you're talking about one game. This is the division title means a lot because the randomness of one game is everything. Right, and the Dodgers. This is where the Dodgers have lived for the last eight years, minus the one year where they had to go to the extra game to deal with Colorado. You want to avoid this. Is this will make the regular season more meaningful because you're getting down to the nitty gritty of it all. We look, look. When was the last time we talked about Dodger games in the third week of July? We're like, hey, these matter a lot. So and Dodgers are of that wild. Dodgers part. are an awful example because they. By the way, what they're doing is 
ridiculous. Eight wins, eight National League or eight NL West wins in a row. They're a bad example. What I'm talking about for baseball in general, don't you want more markets thinking they have a shot again into the playoffs? Don't you want – I don't know why we have to go from – I'm not saying you got to have 16 teams like they had. That's what it was last season, right? It was 16? 16 uh, that, that got in? Let me think. Yeah. Well, I think it was 16. we usually have 10, and we threw another – so it was 12. It was 12, right? It wasn't eight from each side, I don't think. I thought it was eight from each side. It was 12. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll double-check it. But you don't have to go from – you don't have to be major. You don't have to be like the NBA, but what you should have is, it's just good for the sport where you have more teams thinking they got a shot at getting in. By the way, they might not get in. I'm going to try this one more time. You you really don't want bad teams in the playoffs. The, the more the more you expand any playoffs, regardless of league, right? The the bigger you make the the slice. The dot, the dot right now, Major League Baseball has ten of their thirty teams that make the playoffs. If you go to twelve or fourteen or say the the more you let in, the lower quality teams are going to get in right that's just math in baseball in particular you can put a memphis into the firing line against the number one seed and they're going to get taken out 98 percent of the time that's not what happens in baseball if you uh, who i'm trying to think if you put uh, the phillies for instance are the fourth place team right now in the national league wild card race if you put the phillies in a series with the dodgers right now they could beat the dodgers that, that's that, that's the weird thing about baseball. The worst team in baseball, Colorado sucks, right? They beat the Dodgers yesterday. So if you have one game that goes a weird way, that's the scary part about letting mediocre baseball teams into the bottom. You want the good ones and at least give the really good ones a fighting chance. Well, at the absolute worst then, if you're going to do this wild card game and it's the Dodgers and the Padres, don't have it be a one-game playoff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that is scary as hell. I'm not going to lie. That is really scary. Think about, go back to uh, the Dodgers in, in Miami a couple weeks ago, right? Wait, the Dodgers lost three or four to the Marlins? How the hell sure. did that happen? Yep. The Dodgers are really good. The Marlins are not, and the Marlins knock them around. And by Just the way, I know weird deal. this is not a good comp. You know, the NFL, oh, anybody can win, but it's only one game. That's kind of what, the, what, what baseball does with this. And I don't think it's hit Dodger fans – because they keep winning the NL West. Yeah. Well, this year when you say, hey, this is critical against the Giants because you don't want to be in that one-game playoff, this is the first time you might be having that conversation this year. That's, that's straight talk wireless. No contract, no compromise. All right, Slee, you know my feelings on the NBA Finals. Kind of lukewarm going into this thing. And we got to Bro, watch you, a little bit. You, could not, you were glued on the TV eh, in the suite on Saturday night. That's a lie. I was Trav, watching listeners want to talk soccer. to you. Not now. <laughs> that's what you kept saying. I do like one thing that's happening in the NBA Finals. We'll get into it next. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. You know, you heard Mookie Betts right there. He left the game um, over right. the weekend with the hip, and hopefully he, they say he's going to be back tonight. Hopefully, cross your fingers there because he's another one. So he, it looks like he kind of finally figured it out a little bit. He's hot all of a sudden, and you can see the Dodger offense just looks totally different with him firing. All right, I got another uh, drink for you. Okay. You ever had a you ever ever had a hurricane? Yeah, that's a famous drink in New Orleans. Yeah, I have. They're 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 good. It's like Hawaiian punch that'll knock you on your butt. It's yeah. They, they taste the really thing, good, but they're super sweet. 
but they sneak up too. Like you're, you literally think you're having a refreshing drink. I'm like, oh, this is just great. Go for a walk. <laughs> yeah, they're they're dangerous. They're 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 super super. Pro- Look, New Orleans is not known for um, moderation. New Orleans is now, you know, just go take it easy. Have a little bit to eat. Have a little bit to drink. Stay out a have little you bit done, too late. Have you done, um, have you been out there a number of times? Yeah, a dozen maybe. Okay. Oh, so, okay. I, yeah. I went out to one Laker Pelicans game a couple years back, and I thought this was kind of done on me. This is such a simple thing, but it's so unique. Just being able to have a drink inside of a bar and then be like, ah, let's go somewhere else. And you're just walking out <laughs> with that with same you. drink. You know? <laughs> like, sure, I can do this? Yeah, it's uh, its its own place. I, I, I recommend it for everybody to go at least once. It is Those hurricanes are sneaky, though, boy. All right, a couple of different uh, tweets. Let's start with uh, Anthony Rincon, who says, I agree with you, Slee. You're playing over 100 games, and only four or five teams in each league has a shot to make the playoffs. Why have 30 teams in a league? Okay, and then there's Jake who says, I disagree. Every other league besides MLB has too many teams making the playoffs. I I guess it's just a matter of what you prefer. I would rather have the cream of the crop than have somebody, especially in baseball, at the bottom of the or the middle of the pack kind of sneak in. Like, how about this? What, last year when they had that weird format, right? Yep, and I think it what, was 16 teams. I think you're right. I think you're mm-hmm. right. What if the Brewers came in and clipped the Dodgers right there? The Brewers were barely 500. And what if they come in, and, and you can make the argument, well, then they deserve to be there. Okay, but does anybody really think that the Dodgers weren't the best? The Dodgers shouldn't have to go through that an happen? extra round just to satisfy the middle of okay. the pack. So this is, this is I, I think, why the question comes up. You are speaking from this, as you should. You're speaking of this from a Dodger perspective, right? Your, your viewpoint is... Yeah, in part, in part, yeah. But I think more than in part, and I, I'll tell you what I'm referring to here. At the end of the day... What's better for baseball is you have more markets that have a chance to make the postseason. You have I, I, more. I, I just I, that that's the part I don't agree with. But how, how want, is that? How is that possible? Don't you have just the, the let me use? The, yeah, go mm-hmm. ahead. I was gonna say let me use the NBA as an example. I don't think you need sixteen teams that get in, but mm-hmm. I'll tell you one thing: if you got a shot towards the end of the season and there's just that kind of hype of hey, we're only two games out of the eighth place, and we get to be a part of it. doesn't mean you're going to make it, and it doesn't mean mm-hmm. the eighth seed's going to beat the number one. Mm-hmm. But for the sport, you have a lot more fan bases that feel like they have a shot. I think there's a middle ground. You don't have to do it just the way baseball's doing it. I'm not saying to do it like the NBA, but maybe there's that middle ground of figuring out. I, for me, the worst thing that I, I can't stand is this one-game playoff That's to bad. determine the, the, way you're, you know, the way you've kind of described. Exciting, but it's bad. It, it's bad because... You played 160. If you're the Dodgers and you end up winning close to 100 games this year, mm-hmm. you got to be in a one game playoff. Should you be in a one game playoff? That's BS. If you're well, in a one game playoff, it, it, it's it, it's it is, but it's exciting do- and it's compelling. And and what it does is is it makes you have to compete to the last day of the season to win the division. There isn't the, the NBA. There is n- virtually no difference between being the one and the eight, other than one's probably a little bit of a better team as far as competitive advantage goes. You know, I, I've heard this talking about that part of the reason that tanking is such a problem and all these other things that the Lakers, we, we talked about it over and over again. The Lakers at the seven and the Lakers at the one, there's virtually no difference. Where in baseball, winning your division is a huge competitive advantage because you don't have to deal with this. Whereas if you are, like, look, the Dodgers and the Padres. Give me less regular season games, more playoff games. Well, eh, you, so you, the, the, here's, here's who you're trying to get in the playoffs this season. 
The Cincinnati Reds, who are three games over 500, are the next team. The Philadelphia Phillies are two games over 500, which is the next team. The Chicago Cubs are a game under 500. What's it look like in the team. AL? What's it look it's, like in the it's AL? It's slightly better, but we're talking about more or less the same thing. You've got the Indians who are four over. You've got the Yankees who are four over. You've got the Angels who are at 500. It's, it's slightly better, but none of these teams are really, really good teams. They're average. Then, at, like I said, at the absolute worst, then you got to have at least more than a one-game set to determine who gets in. I mean, if, yeah. if it's Dodgers and the Padres and they're playing one game to, you know, to, to, to make the playoffs, that just – I just can't stand this – you win 95 games and you don't get into the postseason. Just, that but, doesn't happen very often. That's, but just that, like th- you're saying – just like you're saying, you can't stand the your three, four games over 500 and you make the postseason. Yeah. That, but that happens so. almost every year. That's the, mm-hmm. that's the part that is common. The, the, the average team getting in is far more common than the really good team getting into a one-game playoff. That, that's the part that doesn't happen a ton. Because, like we talked about, how often do you see the two best teams in baseball in the same division? Very, very rarely. It doesn't mm-hmm. happen a lot. And it, it, it just happens to be happening here. And, look, the Dodgers, I still think, are going to win the division. And I think that they can find a way back to it. But it starts tonight. they got to win these games this weekend or, or this week and then the early part of next week, like you said, seven out of the next ten. Well, uh, I'm, I'm glad you came around to it and understand. And we, obviously, <laughs> yeah. like, my points were wrong, better. And I'll admit 16 I'm wrong. Teams, I just don't happen to be wrong. 18 wrong teams that. should get in. Yeah, why not let them all in? Let's let the Diamondbacks in and see if uh, Cole Calhoun will run to first base because he didn't yesterday. What was he doing? What was he doing? On a ground ball to first base. Base is low. Uh-huh. Okay, I, I – you, you, you run to first base, right? He didn't. Yeah. He just, the, Anthony Rizzo picked the ball, threw it to home, got the force at home, and he just stopped. I'm good. And the catcher said, oh, well, oh, wait, he's not running? Oh, I guess, I guess I'll just throw it down to first base. It threw him out by, like, five steps. Are we, are we just not running to first base anymore? What was worse, the, uh, the Mets pitcher <laughs> that on a that ball, right down, <laughs> ball right down the line pretty much, like, hits it foul but Into the hey, dugout. I was going to say, you can't hit it foul, and then it's foul. Three-run score. All the Mets players are standing there like, is it – what are we doing? Well, so here's the thing. By the way, they, they still came back and won that game. I, well, it's because the friggin' uh, Pirates are so terrible. Mm-hmm. But the umpire got that one right. The, the guy, the Luis Rojas, who's the manager of the Mets, he went bananas. And it's mm-hmm. like, um, dude, your guy screwed this up. The umpire got the call right. I don't know can't what you're so it. mad about. Don't touch the ball. Just a mess. Just a mess. It's finally here, Slee. It's fine. I had to wait. I had to wait two whole days. I had to wait two whole days to get another edition of Ask Slee, but it is coming up next. All right, Al. We're going to go with one of our regulars right out of the chute, and yep. this goes back to. Um... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Saturday night at Bank of California Stadium, our LAFC event. And he wants to know, John wants to know the following. Hashtag Ask Slee. Does Chris ever dry clean that suit jacket he was wearing on Saturday, or does it always smell like bacon and Coors Light? Uh, Chris uh, dry cleans it every other day. Every other day, Morales is throwing that thing in the dry cleaner. I love Chris's stories, too, about the bacon. You know, he kind of went in on, 
He's like a disciple. He, he's, he's, he's all in on eating bacon nonstop every day. It's like there's a doctor. There's a doctor that tells you, <laughs> you a lot of bacon, <laughs> pound of Chris, bacon. Chris answered that question on Twitter himself. He said you left off. There's also the aroma of fine cigars in there as well. So it's not only beer, every other day. Bacon, Quick little dry cigars. clean. <laughs> so you were a suit guy for a long time. Like, let's be honest. I my yeah. very first job out of college, mm-hmm. I had to wear suits. Mm-hmm. How often? How many wearings of that suit did you? Not the shirt and not that stuff because that's got to go frequent. Yeah. How yeah. often are you washing that suit before? Or how many wearings are you going before you throw that thing in the drive? Car? A lot of wearings. <laughs> exactly. A lot of wearings. <laughs> I don't know how else to describe a lot of wearings. And the, and but you're kind of, you know, the pants you take more often. Obviously, the pants you take a lot more than the jacket. But then they'll start fading different colors, so you, it's kind of smarter to take them both in together. But the jacket, I was not taking to the dry cleaner all that often. No, it's the way that it goes, right? Those things don't go in at the same time. There was strawberry daiquiri all over my jacket, and I just kept <laughs> kept wearing it. Just lick it off and keep keep it moving. I'm not. It's, it's like nine bucks to dry clean a suit jacket. I'm not doing that. You you do that. All right, here comes uh, Dave in San Clemente. Which phrase have you said the most? Hashtag Ask Lee prior to 5 p.m. Well done, please, or I think I'm going to hit the hay. <laughs> Nobody goes to bed before 5 o'clock unless you have the flu or something. That doesn't Definitely happen. well done. Definitely well done. <laughs> yeah, it, listen, I want to get one thing cleared here, and it's not about the meat or the steak. That part I don't even care about. It's about the people thinking that I'm having my dinner at 4.30 and then I'm done. Like I'm not eating like anymore the rest of the day. No. 7.30 rolls around and I'm hungry again. I'm having basically two dinners. This uh, it, I used to always have the excuse, why? And I eat late because of the Laker games. Well, uh-huh. because because of Laker games, right? Cause it's I, not Lakers, it's not basketball show. season right now. Bro, all season long, <laughs> all off-season long, I've had not, I've, I have Lakers talk once a week. It doesn't matter whether I have Lakers talk or not. I'm still eating late. Hey, uh, why are you having a pizza at 11.30? Uh, Lakers, you know, I do the Lakers. Yeah, but it's August. Yeah, well, so Lakers. Free agencies Lakers. coming out. Just kind of brainstorming. <laughs> so I, I want to follow up on this one. What's the earliest you've ever gone to bed, on, like not fallen asleep, but gone to bed on purpose without being sick? <laughs> um, somewhere in the nines, maybe like a 9.30-ish, oh, the you, earliest. So that's, that's normal. You know, I, I've thrown in some 7.30s in there. <laughs> that's happened. Like, why, and you're why not, not? And you're not sick? No, I'm I'm, well, if I'm being perfectly honest, I'm bored. There's nothing good to watch. There's nothing going on. I can't, yeah, I can't, mentally, later. I can't mentally do that. <laughs> Did you have anything help you? No. No, I just, I've, I've had enough. It's 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 time to move on. What are you going to do? Had a, I've had enough. 730s <laughs> calling it a night. Dodgers are in the first inning. And Travis is like, yeah, no, good no, night, everybody. On the Dodger night. But, you know, those those random Thursdays where they won't play every once in a while. Yeah, where are you going? How about, how about last week? How about last week when when baseball, what NBA took? I, I felt like the NBA took a month off, okay, in between <laughs> like games. It. Baseball did their Monday and Tuesday, you know, all-star festivities. They had nothing Wednesday through Friday. It felt like nothing <laughs> Wednesday through Friday. Yeah, the flow of these finals, just the, the actual games, like when they're scheduled, has not been great. Let's go to another one here. Hashtag Ask Lee. This is from LSU. Lala, how many pounds of king crab did Trav devour in the suite? Mm, that's an excellent question. Um <laughs> Trev kind of does things his own way. I, I got. I'm actually a little surprised by you. I'm going to use Saturday as a perfect example. Okay. How many times did you go in? There was. Let me. Let me kind of throw out the spread. All right. Yeah. Sliders. Yep. 
this thick pizza almost looked like a uh, like a anyways, bread. Exactly. Ex- yeah. It looked exactly like that. There were brats. Yes. There were hot dogs. Yes. And there were... Um, chicken fingers. Chicken fingers. Yeah. What did you eat? And cookies. What did you eat? I had um, I had a slider. Uh-huh. I had a brat. And I had a chicken finger. I had one of each. And so you I, had one plate. Yeah. And that's what you had on there and you were done. Yeah. Okay. Shocked. I was shocked. <laughs> I'm sitting here saying to myself, I'm like, I had no self-control. I, I, I probably went in. I, I disgusted myself. You know, I told you I, I kind of go home and just tell myself, what are you doing? You're an idiot. <laughs> Self-loathing. You, you looked like you had basically the same, uh, the same meal as Terrell Owens would have on, uh, on game day. <laughs> well, not exactly, but I understand what you're saying. Travis Lee is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear Hot. See, can I tell you a secret? Bro, you uh, had I'm- great self-control. Well, that's that's it right there. It's a self-control issue. It's not that I didn't want to go back several times. It's not that yeah. I didn't want to load my plate up with chicken fingers. But real pe- people that really struggle with eating too much, and I, my hand is way up in the air, we do that behind closed doors. We don't do that out in the open where people can see it. It's like a problem drinker. Like It's not the guy that's going out there and the hit and crash. It's you go home and you drink a, a bottle of whiskey point. by yourself watching TV. That's, that's only me, point. but with pizza. So in front of everybody, you're you I'm know fine. basically ask. You guys do. Uh, is there a veggie platter coming? <laughs> no, then, I'm not gonna. I'm not ordering you the crudite. <laughs> and then when you get home, you just demolish whatever's there. Yeah, I, I, I may have eaten something when I got home that night. That's, That's the way, a good that way to put it. Darb in the OC. Hey Trav, watching Slee quote pound that beer. Is it safe <laughs> to say that you've never shotgunned a beer either? Have you shotgunned a beer, Al? I have shotgunned a beer. I thought so. Yeah, yeah, yeah beer got everywhere. Beer got everywhere. <laughs> you, would you like smash it with a sledgehammer and it just, I'm done. Yeah, but 98% of it's on the floor. What do you, <laughs> what do you want from me? What, is, what was that dude's comp? He said that if uh, you and the other guy were LeBron and AD, was I Kyle <laughs> yeah. Kuzma? In yeah, the, yeah. No. Oh, here it is. Here, yeah. you, here yeah. you, you led me right to it. Francis uh-huh. and Glendale. If beer chugging was like the Lakers, with Trav being LeBron and Antonio as AD, was Slee Kyle Kuzma? No. No, I was Kostas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you I was Kostas Antetokounmpo. Yeah, I D- was. DNP. I shouldn't have even been in it. Like when I when I when I thought about it, I was like, why didn't you just let these two go at it? D D N P A S D. Alan Sleewood decision. That that you you made the decision to put yourself. You know, it's like D N P coach's decision. You were D N P A S D. That's so. Uh, that's that. Well, let's try one more here. Um, who do you think Emily is more terrified of after Saturday night? Trav after seeing what he can do to a beer. Or Manuel in Gardena after having to listen to him talk in close quarters for a full <laughs> soccer game. Hashtag Ashley. We got to spend some time with Manuel. He was great. I, I, Manuel, you know, Manuel is a regular caller. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd never met him in person. He was great. He was a good hang. You know what's kind of cool with some of the listeners is kind of telling sports stories of sports talk radio, right? They're big Romy fans. And mm-hmm. you go back, and I was telling stories about when I used to work at 690. I, I tell a story, Trav. I love this. We were, we were talking about Philly Billy Warndell, Steve Hartman. You know, just kind of think about some of the our, the listeners that either listen to this show or if they've been listening to sports talk radio for 25 years plus, and you obviously got a lot of history on this. But I always 
I always kind of find it fascinating to go back and talk about some of the other different people. So uh, it was good to catch up with somebody like Manuel. If I have to answer the question, is she more? She's more terrified of how quick you you chug the beer. That, that's, well, I I don't have many skills, like I've said, but uh, that happens to be one of them. Or more impressed. Yeah, more impressed. I definitely got a lot of more respect for Travis after yeah. that that beer yeah. chugging because I recently I, I just left college, so you know I it, I, I respect people who do that. I'd be fine. I could chill back up. I, I don't. I couldn't pitch anymore, but I could do that. I, I don't know if I could do it a bunch of times. I'm surprised, over, right? I'm, I'm surprised, right? After uh, LAFC game, I didn't see you walking down Figueroa, Go going to see. yeah, just going to <laughs> going to campus and just telling people, hey, just take a look. Um, where are the your... Mackay's at? Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Bring it on. You, you have Twitter? Just go to go to ESPN LA account real quick. What do you mean? Do we have Twitter? <laughs> Astley is brought to you by Key of Carson. This summer, find your next car SUV at Key of Carson. Hurry in to Key of Carson for the best selection off the 405 at the Carson Exit. Go to KiaofCarson.com. Coming up next, Chris Paul is yes, about to do NBA it talk. Yes, uh-huh. yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We're going to talk about Chris Paul. I don't know if that qualifies as NBA talk, but we're doing that. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN.